Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the DigiCoach podcast. I hope you're well and thank you for being here. So today I wanted to speak to you about sugar, cravings, losing control. Have you built a habit? Do you feel like you've got a bit of a habit at the moment of overeating on sugar? Maybe you've gone through a difficult time and ways to cope, you've used sugar uh, to reduce stress and get a bit of serotonin endorphins make you feel better but obviously we know that this isn't the way to go um, especially if you're trying to achieve fat loss and a healthier lifestyle um, having insulin spikes with sugar on a regular basis can lead to diabetes especially if you're considered to be overweight so during this episode we'll be talking about ways to regain control there's usually um, a reason why you overeat on sugar and someone who's been there myself and I don't do it anymore um, I can tell you what I did and what I've had clients do and it's worked for them like obviously everybody's different and it depends on your situation and that's why it's good to work with a coach because um, it is a trial and error process but first thing you don't want to do is tell yourself right that's it cutting it out never having it again because it's just what happened and if it's something that you genuinely enjoy like if you're somebody who goes out uh, on a night out and like for a meal and you have like you'd rather choose a main course and dessert rather than like myself now a starter and a main because I get more from that for my body and thinking about protein um then like if it is something that you enjoy then by all means you just need to work that into your calories as my clients all know, I work with a flexible dieting approach. I hate that word, diet. Anyway. So, you need to find out the reasons why you're overeating and binge eating. So let's differentiate first between binge eating and overeating. So overeating is what I've suffered, well, I say suffer, I've dealt with. It's when you're restricting food or you've had a crap day and you've gone, fuck it, I'm just gonna eat all this chocolate because it's there, why not? Um, you might do this for takeaways and stuff, but that's a, that's a different episode. Um, binge eating, so that, so that is, sorry, overeating is you having about 2,000, no more than that, calories over your daily intake. We're talking about food and alcohol because it's a lot easier to go TT with alcohol. Speaking from experience. <laughs> um, Whereas binge eating is like 5,000, 6,000 calories. You completely lose control and you will literally binge on anything, you know? Um, and if you do think that you've got a binge eating disorder, I highly recommend you go and see a specialist in that field, which would be a dietitian, a registered dietitian. Um, and it's used like cognitive behavioral therapy and things like that, which does work. You don't need that many sessions. Um, but anyway, so getting back to the point, so sugar. So the first thing, so a bit of my background, I used to train, didn't really know what I was doing, was just getting into the fitness side of things. I'd go to a boot camp with a friend, this is what I remember. And after a session, I'd be absolutely starving, wouldn't have anything prepped like I would now. And I remember buying a, a, a huge Easter egg, at, Easter time, obviously, <laughs> and Thorntons. I don't know if you've seen them. They were like 20 quid, but they were selling them off for a fiver, like a few days or whatever after Easter had finished. And a massive Easter egg. And I ended up buying myself that, and I ate that for my dinner, maybe even lunch too. But 
I felt so sick. And it all started when I, I developed a sugar addiction, if you will, from being on holiday in Cornwall and everyone was eating ice cream around me and the clotted cream and everything. Apologies if this is trigger food for anybody. Um, you know the clotted fudge and toffee and no, no, it's, clotted, it's fudge down there, isn't it? So um, I went to town in that week I was away, like every day I was just getting that homemade fudge. It was amazing. Tried to make it again when I went home, but yeah, you need a thermometer. It's quite technical. <laughs> if that's considered technical, a thermometer when cooking. It is to me, right? Um, so yeah, when I came back, I, I, I remember I had to eat chocolate every single day. That's And that's a self-fulfilling prophecy right there, isn't it? Me even saying that, I had to eat chocolate every day. I would, I would tell people I, I eat chocolate every day. It wasn't like my partner at the time knew I was doing this but he wouldn't know to the extent I wasn't hiding food in such a serious way you know like uh, an alcoholic hides alcohol around the house but I would know he was out and I wouldn't f want to feel judged what I was eating because I was new in the fitness industry I shouldn't be eating like this this is like and a lot of coaches struggle with that um, and it's quite a difficult one I mean if you are a coach listening to that and you feel like you shouldn't have these eating habits these fitness habits like punishing yourself feeling making you feel shame guilty etc please get a coach it's the best thing i ever did or educate yourself for free in the nicest possible way um i can if you email me um at the digicoach.com my website's in this podcast and i'll refer you to a fantastic coach um, and her podcast who yeah turned it around for me over the last few years so anyway um so yeah it's a thing of the past now for me the first thing I did I stopped buying it which can be a hard thing to do like I literally just wouldn't go down that sweet aisle which for some people I mean you want a good relationship with yourself as soon as you say to yourself or oh, a child like you, you have got to parent yourself sometimes but as soon as you say and you believe oh, I can't have it in the house again that's self-fulfilling prophecy you know like you don't trust yourself like it's not a very good relationship to have but I literally couldn't so I just stopped buying it um I mean at the time I'd still want to go out and get some but I would make myself walk to the shop for it and another thing that works as well on, on your trigger foods if you will like Doritos for me I could go go through a packet, you know, the big packet, share bag, whatever, a Leanne packet of Doritos in one sitting. And that used to be 500 calories. Now it's about 800 to nearly a thousand calories. They've upped that. And there's a reason they've upped that. They want you to eat more. It's all about money. Um, so they'll quite happily trade in your health for, for a few bucks. Anyway, so what I started to do was not telling myself that I didn't, that I wasn't allowed them. I would buy smaller treat size bags because sometimes you need the psychological um, part of finishing something and putting the packet in the bin, you know, because if you feel like don't trust yourself with big share packets of like big chocolate and stuff, because if you do find it hard to stop and you talk yourself into eating more, then don't buy the big packets. I mean, if you go from one packet to another small packet, you know, fair enough, like track it, be accountable 
to it all as well because I used to stop tracking because it just made you feel like shit but the best thing to do rather than fight yourself and tell yourself can't do this can't do that not buying it why don't you start yourself why don't you relook at your habits your other habits so there's a reason why you're craving sugar so what is sugar it's a fast carbohydrate it hits the bloodstream fast um, it lights up areas of the brain. They say it's six times more addictive in a way than cocaine because it, it lights up the same parts of the brain. Um, not convinced that it's an addiction after looking further into it. I have called it this in the past, um, but during furthering my knowledge, there's still some work to do there um, in regards to studies and things. So not really not going to call it an addiction till we get clarity around that term but uh, around that field of research sorry but um yeah so the best thing you can do is because whenever a client comes to me and says i'm hungry well let's have a look at what you've been eating so the the protein's usually low and all the fibers low so make sure at first that you set yourself up for the day so we can suffer i'd suffered big with this and I didn't start looking at myself until I'd had a baby decision fatigue and it was especially noticeable when you're having a child because 3 30 4 30 we'd get up I'd be productive super productive do everything prep meals etc come two o'clock three o'clock couldn't be bothered productivity went down brain processing power went down and if I didn't have food already prepped, I couldn't be bothered cooking anything, couldn't be bothered thinking about it, proper decision fatigue. So then what you do you do? You go for the easy option, grab a packet of crisps, you know, eat, make something easy, order a takeaway, that's what we do. So you need to find, instead of fighting yourself and telling yourself not to do these things, why don't you restructure your mindset and make it so you don't want to so you don't need to so you can drive past a mcdonald's and think I don't actually fancy one why is that it's because you've you've got either food you're you're already satisfied and you've got food that you're going to enjoy in the slow cooker um so make a list of say your top at the moment your top favorite foods for example for breakfast so make it pretty routine everybody's breakfast is usually routine so Cereal, make sure it's not got too much sugar in it that it's going to cause a sugar spike, but porridge is great. So I'll either have porridge, beans on toast, eggs with something, bacon with something, depends what I've got. Um, if I'm busy, I'll just have a couple of coffees and have a bigger lunch. It depends. I mean, if you if you can fast, that's up to you. Like you don't have to, there's, there's no such thing as starting your metabolic rate. I say metabolic rate because I struggle saying metabolism. Metabolism. I've got it there. But if I say it again, I'll probably lose it. It does my head in. So, um, yeah, you want to set yourself up. Start your day with a positive. So start your day with a good breakfast. That's got fibre in it. So we're looking, like, if you're getting, if you're already tracking and you're aware that you're not getting enough fibre, if you're starting on, say, five grams of fibre a day, from portion of beans that you have or something on a regular basis going from that to 25 grams which is what a woman should have mate if you're a man 30 grams going from that big leap can cause diarrhea so it becomes too much stress on the digestive tract so it can cause diarrhea or uh, the other way constipation so always remember as well to up your water because fiber sucks it up 
and the insoluble fiber which i spoke about on previous podcasts is like indestructible fiber um goes all the way through the digestive traps through the colon um scraping off precancerous cells in theory um but yeah so you can get dehydrated if you're up in your fiber so just be aware of that but that because it takes so long to digest if at all possible it takes a long time to work its way through and keeps you fuller for longer so ghrelin your hunger hormone get, doesn't isn't as likely to get sparked when it senses that your stomach is uh, empty so that's what we're looking for so the main thing the first thing so if if you're wondering where to start in managing hunger and sugar addiction i said it didn't i sugar overeating sugar sugar cravings make sure your fiber's high now if your fiber's already high and you're still struggling check your protein because we like protein because it acts like fiber it takes a long time to digest it makes its way down through the duodenum you know and it's feeding your microbiome your good bacteria helping your immune system flourish and the more things that you can get like uh, roughage like um, lettuce and things like that the different types of like kale spinach all of that they all love it and you have you introduce different types of microbiome good bacteria that will fight infections that you'd, you'd necessarily struggle with if you had a plain diet um so yeah back to what i was talking about so yeah you want to up your protein so i'd say for a woman aim for about 100 grams of protein now it can be a struggle for people if they're vegan slash vegetarian but there are ways around this protein shakes doubling you like greek yogurt is a great one legumes love that word so your beans kidney beans have an amazing amount of protein so yeah and doubling portion sizes and things like that think about that if you're still struggling look at the spacing of your meals so this used to be a big one for me um i used to work in this salon shop years ago 20 10 I think it was and I'd have my breakfast and then I was always stuck for lunch I didn't know I don't know why I couldn't be bothered prepping anything and there was a sandwich shop over the road and I wasn't I'm not a big fan of sandwiches still but yeah so I'd just wait for my dinner but I would be starving when I finished work so I would grab an easy option I would be grabbing uh, galaxy minstrels or something um in loving life having like pre-dinner galaxy minstrels now obviously you shouldn't cut out any of these foods these sugar foods this junk food because it's still nice to have a treat you know and as long as you're so the fundamental to fat loss is calories like the subcutaneous fat that you see so in order to like you'll hear james smith saying you need a calorie deficit to lose body fat true but the for you for, for you there for you to make it as easy as possible for yourself you want to make sure your quality of foods are there so yes have some doritos but buy a small treat size packet you know so not doritos sorry i was thinking of galaxy minstrels and i said doritos um control the portion sizes better by only buying one bag at a time, you know. Um, but if you're wanting to include a habit, a new habit into your life, a uh, routine, there's got to be a positive reward. That's how our brains work. So what I like to do 
is if I am craving, I'll make sure I go out for a walk and like, sorry, walk to the shop. So I'm getting steps in and by the time I come back, plus I'm out anyway, so I might as well go a little bit longer. Um, by the time I come back, I probably worked off whatever I was gonna eat anyway. So, you know, it balances it out and it gives you a bit of uh, discipline as well. Like you're choosing, yes, I will have this, but I'm also going to go for a walk as well. So um, something that doesn't align with my goals with something that does align with my goals. So then like I had a parcel to pick up the post office. I went out and got it and my reward was picking up the parcel, seeing what like I'd ordered and stuff, tried it on and all that. Um, so there's loads of ways you can get steps into steps is another other than calorie management steps activity moving swimming DIY painting things that you can do for a prolonged period of time that's where that is one of the most important things for fat loss but if you are moving too much sometimes you can get more of a pushback from your hormones ghrelin for you to drive you more to eat more um, but again in order to control this, fibre, protein needs to be high, um, quality of food, so again, high fibre, longer to digest, more satiating, you know, you're, you're fuller for longer, um, and you feel fantastic, I've never felt better than I do right now, never ill, like, got loads of energy, my training's good, you know, it's a good indication as well, sleep's perfect, well, it's because it can be with a toddler. don't know why I said perfect. Is anything perfect? Um, yeah, because in a future podcast, I will be talking about imperfect action. <laughs> but yeah, so back to what I was talking about, meal timing. <laughs> Off on a tangent there. Um, so yeah, you really want to spread them out evenly. Prepare your favourite food so you're more likely... Because I used to make stuff and think, ugh, I'm not eating that soup. I used to get told my soups were really nice and I would eat it and I'd be like, this soup tastes like the last soup that had different ingredients in. <laughs> I don't know what, must have been too much stock or something. But um, make sure you, you... Like, I love curries. Get a slow cooker. Pile in the veg. You don't even taste it. Chop it up tiny. So then you're still getting the nutrition, you know, um, and if you're pairing that with plenty of protein, you're still able to make it down your digestive tract and introduce it to your microbiome. Um, so yeah, meal timing's a big one. So what works for you individually though? Because sometimes if you fast and you don't actually need, like feel yourself you need anything till lunchtime, fast if that works for you and have, have a smaller window of eating, makes no difference to fat loss. And if you're able to manage it better, so be it. So yeah, temptation's a huge one. They say you only have a limited supply of willpower a day. It's like a muscle, the more you use it, the stronger it gets. You can tell I've said that a lot. Um, but it's more about routine. So if you've got a routine, because like I said, as, we're a, as a human, we're creatures of habit. Um, so if you've got a routine of visiting family at the weekend, your mum usually bakes a cake or has treats and stuff. And every, like for the last, couple of years you've been going and eating these that's going to be a hard habit to break so what could you do you need to start looking at yourself as a person like your personality what could you do to get around that you the way I'm seeing it right now you could eat before you went to mum's you could take prepared food you could bake something healthier you know uh, you could take so if she likes specifically to, for you to try it you could let her know 
if you're fat loss goals and you're trying to live a healthier lifestyle you want to feel better you want to nourish your body with nutrition vitamins minerals i'm sure she'd understand the, the person in question and um reduce sugar etc um but yeah so those are the the main reasons why we overeat it's usually deficient as well it, it usually if we are deficient in a vitamin we crave these foods as well so especially women around the menstrual cycle so when we're menstruating we go low on magnesium and can crave chocolate make sure you're having dark chocolate um but as well remember as a female you burn an extra one to 200 calories in that menstruating week so if you want the chocolate and you've not had it you know you, you can it's a fuck yes as they say have the chocolate and enjoy it as well there's a there's a few tricks there's a few things that i could say to you because if you really really want it and it's and you've your judgments there you know you've you've trained today you've got your steps in um you've not had it for a couple of days or you've you're gonna go out for a walk to get it have the chocolate and enjoy it do you see what i'm saying like you've got to if you're just eating for the sake of eating it and you have you're like you're lacking control then yeah you need to take a step back journaling is a great thing to do speak like i said that's kind of what you, you do if you're a client a digi coach you're letting me know any problems you're commenting on your food diary back to me lost control here so we can we can talk about what you're going to do next time to get over that i mean it takes time consistency and there's a lot of self-development and learning about you as a person i mean it do, it's not something this is what i mean there's no quick fixes there's not it's not something you can learn overnight about yourself you know you've got to trial and error many things and yeah like it, it does take time but you can't manage what you don't measure okay i'm going to say that again if you don't measure you can't manage so the more data that you have the better it is so i highly recommend as we're edging towards the new year 2022 to get yourself a diary so you've got your normal diary of what your like your productivity or whatever what your plans are for the year and then another diary so just like it's got a bit of space that's just talks about nutrition so today i prepped how did you feel did you feel hungry after did you feel like decision fatigue setting why was this so all these questions that you can ask yourself and yeah if you've if you are struggling with anything um more or if there's anything that's that you want to know more about during this podcast just send us an email um so i am on instagram at the digicoach pt or you can find me on my website www.the-digi-coach.com hate my website name but anyway that's the only one that they had that had digicoach in it um so yeah so just to summarize struggling with a sugar addiction check your meal timings what works for you as well like if you hate cooking order you know like um hello fresh meals pre-prepped uh, food but yeah there's a it doesn't have to be a massive deal cooking you can just throw a load of stuff in the slow cooker leave it microwave some rice with it do some chips you know um as long as there's plenty of protein and you're going to be fine you're going to be full okay so yeah just look at those um but yeah so that's my 
take on dealing with overeating on sugar basically but yeah if you enjoyed this episode if you can share the podcast really appreciate getting the word out there and i've brought it back and i did have quite a lot of listeners last time so i need to build up from scratch again sucks to be me but anyway moving on oh something just fell out there um but yeah speak to you all again soon and if i don't before christmas have a good christmas and a happy new year bye